1: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, as well as Eagles Saving Nations. If you want to know what Eagles Saving Nations are all about, go to my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. You need to read it. You need to join it. We have to have another great awakening if we're going to prevent the Republic of America from falling. <laughs> I have with me today Bishop Tobias Nyamwaya. Tobias, welcome back to The Warning Program.
2: Thank you for having me, sir.
1: If you're watching on television or listening on radio, shortwave, our podcast, social media, welcome. Now, I've had Tobias with me all week. He's from Kenya, East Africa. I've known him clear back Since 1987, when he was with me, one of the pastors of a church that was uh, the most powerful church uh, as far as that particular church that it's ever been. And uh, we actually ended up sending out 23 missionaries from one church, African church. So it turned into a very effective kingdom-oriented church, mission church. Now, Tobias, uh, I want to talk a little bit about the situation in Kenya today, and specifically, the Supreme Court of Kenya. So tell me, when did they organize a Supreme Court?
2: The Supreme Court came when they formulated the new constitution in 2010. That's when it started working. But I think it probably started working in 2011. 2011? Yes.
1: Okay, I know with uh, the previous president, Uhuru Kenyatta, they were against homosexuality, cohabitation. Now with Rutu, William Rutu as president, the Supreme Court, if is it the same members of the Supreme Court?
2: Yes, yes, the same members of the Supreme Court. I think if there are, there are just a few that has, been, that has come in, but they are the same members that were there during the former president Uhuru Kenyatta. Now,
1: I know that uh, the President Biden's wife flew to Kenya, and then boom! All of a sudden, the Supreme Court of Kenya seems to
2: back homosexuality. What in the world is going on? Yes, that happened. We were surprised the day it came. The court sat almost on a Saturday, which, which is unusual—unusual unusual for courts to sit on Saturdays. Okay, though they do sit. But that was a bit unusual for us. Yeah, and and. Everybody
1: was probably shocked that now what they back homosexuality they they they're they're in favor of it.
2: Yes, they did pass pass the the, the there was a, a court case I think they did pass it. it's a law. It's, it's okay. It's normal to be to be LTGP, LTGP. Yeah, LGBTQ. Yes, and, but then
1: all of the previous presidents and most all presidents of all of Africa are totally against homosexuality.
2: Yeah for example, Museveni told them it is not going to allow some unusual sexual orientation in this country. Very straightforward. I said if whatever you want to give I won't I won't take it but I'm not going to allow that because that is not acceptable in the African context who said that? Museveni. Museveni.
1: Yes. Okay. Well, that's of Uganda. Yeah, that's of Uganda. But now we're talking about Kenya. Yes. How in the world, when they spoke strongly against it in the past, and now they accept it?
2: Yeah, I think there was some some kind of uh, insinuation in a way, or rather persuasion of some benefit that made them accept it. Well, there's no doubt that
1: uh, I believe, like some countries do, they sell their birthright, they sell their conscience, they sell their beliefs, they sell their morality for what they can get financially. In other words, they're bribed. Yes, certainly, yes. And so, where's the conviction? Where is the standard? Uh, You have to question a person's relationship with Jesus Christ if he can be bribed uh, into a stance that is totally immoral. I mean, the church in Kenya should have been outraged.
2: Yes, the church was outraged, certainly. The church was outraged. But probably I think they were overruled by the political elite Oh, but the church, even up to now, the church is still, uh, they took it back to court. I think the church went back to court and some, uh, some uh, human rights uh, oh. who, who, who are not for the LTGPQ, so they went back to court. But the church is still, was not, was not happy and they're still not happy about that decision that was made.
1: What about uh, President Ruto? Uh, what is he saying?
2: It is difficult to tell what the president Ruto is saying because on one hand he is saying he's saying he doesn't back the homes the same-sex marriage or same-sex relationship but at the same time it is it is during the burden's wives when she visited his when he asked, they took it to court and he, he kind of kind of it was accepted so we are not sure where he is whether is for it or whether he's not for it, it, it it's hard to tell and what's, what What about the pastors, the bishops
1: that are around him? Uh, if they had any influence, uh, they would be influencing him to, to stand on the side of the Bible of God and for him to come out boldly and saying, this is wrong, it must be changed.
2: Yes. Uh, I really won't speak for the bishops that are there now because I'm not sure who really is for, who, who is really advising him, but I think so far, he's stand on it is 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 not straightforward. Whether he's for it or he's not for it, I'm not sure. So I'm not sure whether the, the bishops may be talking with him or not. I'm not sure about that.
1: You know, whether you're straightforward or not straightforward, Kenya's always had a word for that. They call those people watermelon. Yes. Do you remember yes. that? Yes, they do. They call him Watermelon.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, they do.
1: Uh, and so uh, President Ruto, is he a watermelon?
2: No, President Ruto is not really a watermelon. President well, then what Ruto side does he stand is, on? Is, 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 is President Ruto is a very decisive man. Uh, what I don't know is whether he's supporting this um, same-sex marriage fully or not, because it's never come out, apart from the time when the when the Biden's wife came, and it's when we could tell that probably he's, he's for it. But again, he, he backed out and said he's not supporting it. When Biden's
1: wife left, he said he's not supporting it?
2: Yes, yes. When after that, uh, he said he's not supporting it. Well, he
1: had to say that probably. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, is he working to get it overturned?
2: Well, I'm not aware of that. <laughs> not aware of, uh, but you, so
1: if he's so decisive, you're not seeing bold words in the papers, how wrong it is. No, 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 I'm not seeing that. Yeah. And and that's a reflection too, I believe, of the people he has around him. I'm talking about pastors, bishops.
2: Yes. Of course, the bishops may not for it, but they may not also tell him straight that, Mr. President, what you are doing is wrong. Just be Stand out and say, tell the people that this is the wrong thing. Tell, actually tell, that thing is being propagated by the UN. And The UN is the one that is forcing it on totally, people. Totally, totally. Yeah, the UN, the UN is, is trying to control yeah, the world. Control it, and is the UN tells you we want to give you this much money, so you got you got to back it out. So it is difficult for people to say no if you uh, you want some money from them.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, that's always been the case, uh, bribery, and so that's that's the form of corruption. Money is the root of all evil, the love of money, mm-hmm. and so everybody that commits any type of sin, it seems, you get into the love of money. They're bribed, yes. and uh, give enough money, and justice is overturned. Give enough money, and uh, yeah. LGBTQ wins. Mm-hmm. And so where is our convictions? I mean, Kenya has always, uh, you have leaders in Kenya as well as America that are selling, if you want to say their soul, for money, for money. yes. People want money. Yes. I I know in Kenya you say, you know, the the colonizers, they they stole everything. Well, I don't believe that. I believe that the top families in Kenya stole
2: everything. Uh, no, I don't think the colonizers stole everything. No, our first fathers were not very honest with the Kenyans themselves. They, yeah, you
1: they, have five major families, and they seem yes. to have
2: all the land. <laughs> <laughs> they, they took, they, they, are they, the ones that did injustice to Kenyans. The, the first families, the, the not really the first family, but uh, those that claimed to have fought for the independent, they grabbed everything for themselves in the name of. Claiming that they fought for the Kenyan independence, and yet they suffered for it. Yeah, the people suffered, but people are so ignorant.
1: So all you have to say is a white man did it, and they take their eyes off their own leaders that are corrupt. Mm-hmm. Oh, the white well, the white man's been gone a long time. Why don't you look at your own corruption? Mm-hmm. Yes, and so. Uh, I know I've put you on the hot seat here, Tobias, but uh, it's the same situation. Uh, President Trump, uh, he went ahead and and seemingly backed homosexuality when he was president, yet he had all of these well-known pastors around him. And what do you mean? If, if, If you had good pastors around you, why didn't they convince him this is sin? Because the pastors, I don't think, are as good as people think. I believe that, again, they just wanted uh, photo ops with the president. They didn't want to get on his bad side. If you were so good, why didn't you convince President Trump homosexuality is sin? It will bring judgment on America.
2: Yes, Pastor. I I do understand that. I think a lot of pastors are trying to be politically correct. You can't be politically correct. Politically correct in a way.
1: You cannot be. You're a friend of God or a yes. friend of man. Yes. So this is the this is the bottom line is we cannot play two sides of the fence, two sides of a coin. Mm-hmm. I love Caesar, I love God. No, you don't. Yes. Which do you love? Are you willing to be a martyr for God or yes. a friend of Caesar? Yes. I think that's what it comes down to, Tobias. Yes, sir. President Thomas Jefferson initiated The Barbary Wars on Islam from 1801 to 1805 because Muslims were killing older Americans and taking younger Americans hostage to be sold as slaves. The United States had to pay tribute and ransom to get these citizens back. President Jefferson defeated Islam in the Barbary Wars and the world defeated Islam in 1924 and abolished the caliphate. Now, why do I bring that out? Because people want to be political correct and ignore the side of Islam that, uh, you know, they say we serve the same God. We do not serve the same God. Mm -hmm. In their mentality, Jesus Christ is not God. If you say he's God, that's blasphemy. They can kill you. Uh, Jesus in Islam comes back to kill the Jews and Christians and bring the whole world by force under Islam. Yes. Correct? Yes. But again, we're being lied to, just like we're being lied to about LGBTQ. In the February 2011 issues of Whistleblower, Joseph Farah states, quote, George Washington believed sodomy an infamous crime that was to be abhorred and detested. In the case of the court-martial of Lieutenant Frederick Gotthold, insulin, tried March 10, 1778, his sentence was to be drummed out of the camp with infamy, never to return. William Blackstone, who wrote commentaries on the law, once the very foundation of American legal jurisprudence, could scarcely bring himself to mention the subject of homosexual sodomy, which he called a, quote, a disgrace to human nature. Unquote. Wow. Wow. Now, I'm just reading history, yes. what we used to think. Quote, Thomas Jefferson abhor- authored a bill penalizing sodomy by castration. Wow. Castration. Wow. In New York, the penalty for the detestable and abominable vice of buggery was hanging. Wow. Likewise, Connecticut laws required the death penalty. I'm talking about history in the United States. Georgia was a little more liberal, the penalty being life imprisonment at hard labor. Maine, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, and Vermont all prescribed sentences from one year at hard labor to death. John Adams, the founder of the U.S. Navy, said October 13, 1798, we have no government armed with power capable of contending with human passions. Unbridled by morality and religion, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other, unquote. So America was founded on the morality of God, Jesus Christ, the Bible. And now we are getting so far away from God and America is in serious trouble. And we have people trying to topple the republic in support of the United Nations, destroy the sovereignty of America in support of the United Nations to create this one world government that the Bible warns about. And other nations are doing the same thing. Kenya and others, I believe, are supporting the United Nations for money. And they would follow right into this new world order. And the people, no matter how much you cry, will have no voice because they control you as much as slaves yeah. as any colonizer ever did. Tobias? Yes, sir. So we don't find ourselves free. We ser- find ourselves controlled by people that have been bribed. They love money, they love land more than they love the people.
2: Yeah, we are trying to follow the agendas of people that are worldly agendas that we, we do not know. It's coming from the pit of hell.
1: As followers of Jesus Christ, we love the homosexual person the same as we love the person guilty of lying, Mm -hmm. of adultery, or murder. But we must not forget that the actions mentioned are sins. Mm -hmm. Homosexuality is a sin. Prior to 1973, it was a crime in America, as it had been throughout the other nations of the earth. Yes. Throughout the world, including Islam, Look at homosexuality as a sin. In Islam, the penalty is death. Death. Today, the United States, along with the United Nations, is trying to influence all nations to accept homosexuality as an alternate lifestyle. They're putting pressure on nations to change their constitutions or forfeit receiving financial aid or other benefits. So not only the United Nations, but the United States, I think, put pressure on kenya and kenya wanted money and they gave up their convictions that's right (laughs) i think that's what happened
2: yes that's right
1: i think that's what happened they wanted money they wanted to rule they wanted support of the united nations in america we will support you you can stay in power Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but this is what we want yes and so they were dangled like a puppet on a string to do what they were told. They say, we can do what we want. Yeah, yeah, big talk. But you do what you're told. Yes. We as Christians are in a spiritual and cultural battle where we must, where we must label behavior such as homosexuality as sin and quit compromising because of our fears of criticism Or of being threatened.
2: Tobias? Yes, we, as Christians, we have to have a standard. And our standard is the Bible standard. We cannot go beyond the Bible standard. If the Bible teaches uh, you cannot, uh, uh, homosexuality is wrong, it is wrong. We cannot call it otherwise.
1: We must not sit back as Christians did in Germany and allow evil people and leaders to destroy America, Mm -hmm. making laws to arrest Christians and ushering this nation into the New World Order eventually to be led by the Antichrist. Instead, we must take back America's morality through evangelism, utilizing fearless preaching and teaching of the truth, such as we heard from godly men like Charles Finney, John Wesley, Billy Sunday, and others. Again, the need for eagles saving nations to get into the stadiums and once again let the power of Pentecost come down. Amen. So Christians can go forth with power and authority instead of fear and intimidation. They can open up their mouth and say boldly, this is sin. sin. Pastor Tobias?
2: Yes, Romans chapter 1 from verse 26 talks about uh, homosexuality very strongly. It's against it. Uh, it's, uh, the Bible talks about changing the image, the, the natural image into unnatural image. Which is wrong. We as Christians must stand for the truth of the word of God.
1: Amen. The founding fathers of America believed in the God of the Bible. As a result, the laws and values of the land were initiated from the Bible. Judeo values, Christian values, morality, and ethics taught by Jesus Christ were embraced and enforced in society throughout the courtrooms, classrooms, and political arenas of our nation. As well as in the home, it was the standard of our morality which set us apart from the world and caused us to be the most prosperous nation in history. Ladies and gentlemen, America's got to get back to its original standards of morality, get back to God. If we want to survive, if we want to lead, if we want to protect freedom around the world, if we want to protect God's morality, if not, we're going to lead tyranny and judgment will follow in nation after nation, Pastor Tobias? Yes, sir. Read my book, The Science of Judgment. The Science of Judgment. Telephone 360-629-524-AN. Order it. The Science of Judgment. Order it. Go on my website, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. Thank you, Pastor Tobias, for being on this program again.
2: Thank you so much for having me again today.
1: Well, I tell you, it's so important that we as Christians stand up for Jesus Christ, stand up for God. If you care about your nation, we got to get back to God, the morality in the Bible, because other than God himself, we have people in political places and even behind the pulpit that are traitors, that have compromisers, that will take money rather than their relationship with God. And judgment will follow every single time. Now, watch and
3: listen to the science of judgment. God bless you. Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen has written a book titled The Science of Judgment. God is predictable. There is a scientific pattern for the rise and fall of nations throughout history. We need to understand the laws or the rules of design regarding prophecy and judgment. When it comes to the laws of judgment and prophecy, denominational or personal belief systems have nothing to do with the reality or the certainty of the rule of judgment. Dr. Hansen's objective is to warn leaders of nations of the second coming of Jesus Christ and the plagues or judgments that are coming upon these peoples and nations that reject Jesus Christ as Savior according to the scriptures. Dr. Ronald E. Cottle, founder and president of Christian Life School of Theology, states that this book is a must-read for Christians and other leaders in the United States and in other nations. It is clear, powerful, and well-reasoned. We all owe a debt of gratitude to Dr. Jonathan Hansen for the years that have gone into the research and writing of The Science of Judgment. This book has more than 300 pages, divided up in five sections. Part one, The Science of Judgment, has chapters titled such as, The Laws Regarding Prophecy and Judgment, Patterns of Apostasy, Purpose of Chastisement, Standards for Justice and Mercy, God Forgives When People Repent, God Holds Nations Responsible for What Leaders Do, parental responsibility, the feasts of the Lord, Solomon's transgressions and their consequences, righteous kings versus evil kings, example of King Jehoshaphat, ungodly alliances, God is predictable, God holds people accountable, man can turn into an intelligent beast to do evil. Section 2, The Deception of the Theory of Evolution, has chapters titled as, Problems with the Theory of Evolution, Evolution and Racism. Darwin's hatred of Christianity and its fruit. Section 3, Why Must There Be Judgment, has titles such as The Fall of America and Her Destruction, Cult Christianity, Radical Liberal Politics. Section 4, Kings, Dictators, and Presidents, with the following chapters listed as People Choose Their Nation's Leaders, Qualifications for Godly Leadership, Romans 13, Delegated Authority, Satan is in charge of this world, not Jesus. If laws violate conscience, we must disobey. Finally, part five, so what must we do? These chapters are listed as, we are in a cultural war, our responsibility to a hostile government, the Christian's science of judgment. With turmoil ever increasing throughout the nations, as Bible prophecy is coming to life right before our very eyes, one must read the science of judgment to have a clear understanding of these events and the reasons why. Call 360-629-5248 360-629-5248, that is 360-629-5248, and request your copy of The Science of Judgment for a donation of $35 or more, plus shipping and handling. Thank you, and shalom.
1: Now here is my friend, Scott Farah, and he's going to help you with your business. Scott?
4: Jesus teaches us that we should never do anything without making a plan first. Most small business owners fail to follow this biblical principle and do not have a written plan for where they want to be in one year, three years, five years, yet every large business has a written plan. Many who wish to start their own businesses do not develop a plan first. This is one of the major reasons that 80% of all small businesses fail within the first five years. God worked through me to develop a unique educational program for business people. Quite frankly, this program has changed people's lives. If you currently own a business or if you're thinking about going into business for yourself, you need the Independence Program. Visit our website, independenceprogram.training. And if you choose to purchase this unique educational program, make sure that you use promo code WMI. It will give you a 5% discount.
5: So if what you have just heard resonates with you, and if you care and you want to be an unsung hero... I implore you, please take a few seconds to call us today and leave a message with a short prayer for us because we need to know that you are with us and care enough to be part of the spark with us so that together we can move God to send a great awakening that can reverse the inevitability of God's coming judgment according to what God spoke in Jeremiah 18, 7, and 8. We believe that if you joined hands with us, together we can save America from certain catastrophic judgment. So call now, okay? Dial 360-629-5248 and say a short prayer for us in your message and leave your phone number too, okay? So one more time, 360-629-5248. Thank you and God bless.